0: Well you might remember over the last two years, uh, apparently uh, Twitter went away. It just totally imploded. <laughs> uh, I think I think there I'm was heard. <laughs> about, there was something about a sync and uh, and then and then people and uh, check marks uh, and so i I you know I stopped sort really like engaging with Twitter a while yeah. ago. I would post my stuff there uh, because you know, I like the eyeballs uh, or, or whatever uh, and then. I don't really know what happened. Does, it, does anyone really know how this happened? But for some reason, my two-factor authentication got messed up.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: checked, I checked the multiple ways I can do two-factor authentication. You know, I got the, the Apple keychain. You got the 1Password. I even, like, then there was Authy, which is shutting down. And then I, it just nothing worked. And then it took me, like, three times of figuring out. This is, this is like a help desk story. It took me, like, three times of emailing or filling out a form to have them help me out. And then because I use, you know, like uh, domain name forwarding stuff, domain name forwarding, email forwarding, catch all things from my domain name. I had to send them an email from my fake email, which is really easy to do in Google. You just say, send it from my fake email and it does it. (laughs) It is easy. And then finally, they turned off 2FA and I could log in once they sent me a code to my email. So that was fun. But uh, so I logged back in and I was like, oh, everyone's still here doing all the tweeting and the writing
2: are they all there, there there's lots of people
0: like all the uh, all all the like all I'm being uh, superlative hyperbolic many of the beloved devops people <laughs> and and the the tech world people are just sort of uh, hanging out there you know writing stuff talking about being here and there so I apparently this. I it's
1: Slightly different take. I think it's pretty fragmented. It feels like there's sort of like some, there are some people there, some people on uh, your favorite Mastodon mm. server. Mm, yeah. A little bit of threads. There's a little bit, and obviously the slacks and Discord. So I don't know, but it is, I guess this goes all the way back to, I don't know, I think it was last year or something when they announced the end of 2FA. And That was where you were supposed to, had to go into. I think that's where you got caught in kote You're supposed to go into and you had to like, uh, one of the strangest things ever in tech you had to actually remove the 2FA. It's usually the opposite. You have to add the 2FA. You had to remove yeah. it. So that's you. That's what you got caught up in there.
0: I, th- so, I think also, you know, I only follow 244 people apparently. So who who knows? I don't know. You know, there are people in other things, but like uh, there's, there's a lot of people who, who are still writing stuff
2: there. Well, it's definitely become fragmented. And my, I mean, I don't, I don't really... I read a few things like links and stuff in there, but I don't actively go there anymore. Um, And I, and I feel like whenever I do end up there and kind of poke around, it's, it's some people who cross post the same stuff everywhere. So, you know, you'll have some folks like, like Corey Quinn, right.
1: Like software defined talk. (laughs)
2: Like software defined talk. I mean, but they're, they're humans and there are, uh, uh well you know supreme courses we're human um you know their corporations are the like who you know are just gonna post the same stuff everywhere and and then I feel like it's a shadow of what it used to be
0: and yeah yeah I could see that I was just expecting like it to be a ghost town of tech yeah people, well it, but it, it's not
2: it's definitely. You just watch and and see like the slow decline over time. You know, it's like it's not yeah. going to get better, and you know, slowly people are just like, this isn't worth my time. And and you know, I assume you are probably looking off of like your curated list or something where you are yes. not getting exposed to the you know the randomness of it. When you go out the randomness, it is it is like it's like standing in a, a brush fire. It's
0: just- oh yeah yeah. I could I could see that. You know, it is almost it is only like one day that I've been using it. Uh, so.
1: <laughs> That's really I've always wondered <laughs> like we, I, you know, just, just cause when you're promoting anything, you just like want to reach people where they're at. And right. it's like, I don't know. No, it's like, I think we, we use them all, right. We use uh Twitter Mastodon, you know, of, of uh, what is the uh, threads? And it's like, it doesn't. I don't know. It feels like it's just everything's everywhere. It doesn't. I don't. But I'd yeah. like someone has solved the problem. Of course. Then what you want is like a little app that would just like post it everywhere. But of course, that's exactly uh, oh. why all these companies uh, spun off is to to not do that. So you're just kind of like, well, like what do you do? I think. I think maybe Buffer. Buffer
0: says they're going to add thread support, and then I think, but they're expen they're expensive if you want to post to uh, multiple services. Well, my
1: theory or my my uh, I guess. Not theory, I should say. Just sort of the thing I'm interested in most is like when Threads ultimately federates with Mastodon. Oh, that's Does right. that like distributed, decentralized world become like a reunification of like that? Like, is there some kind of stand? It's like yeah, everyone can kind of do what they want. And they have different all the you know power of federation, and we can all all agree we can all meet back up or is oh it- that'd be great maybe yeah. they
0: could use like the usenet protocol isn't that what usenet <laughs> did you would just download the internet to your machine every night so you can beat it i'm hoping something like I, that.
1: yeah I, I did say uh, instagram did like read There was something about it not, or not instagram sorry threads uh came out and said they're, they're gonna do it they said they're gonna do it so i yeah. don't know
0: time will tell. I, I, th- this is reminding me of like a a, a show format maybe one, one one time we should do which is like maybe annually we should have a show called like the shit people just
2: forgot about
0: <laughs> that like <laughs> you know
2: you mean like wait i thought last week we were like are we supposed to still be mad about that
0: yeah see that would be good too just yes. like we'll, we'll like, go over we'll go over uh open source licensing changes uh hmm. promises of see, federation Oh, and, and, that and
2: all sorts of things yeah uh how about how about like uh reddit editors
0: oh yeah <laughs> i was wondering about that too that was, I thought that they was were all mad. To terrible
2: they're, apparently they're still ipoing yeah yeah
0: well so uh yeah i've got i've got my twitter account turned on again if anyone has tips on using it they should uh, join our slack channel they could write some things there i'm, I'm exploring it uh you can go to softwaredefinedtalk.com/slash-four-five-six which seems like a processor, but I don't think it is. Uh, and you can see how to join the the, the Slack channel. Well, uh, speaking of, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, shit, the bed news, I think, I feel like I have listened to enough Ben Thompson to know what, what, what possible problems are with this Google Gemini thing, which side note, I, I've, I've been, I, I signed up for the trial. Hopefully I'll cancel after two months. But it's fine. I've been using it. You can't upload files, which totally like crimps my style of what I want to do with it. I think, I think if you can't upload files, what the fuck are you doing, right? Like, and you also, you can't paste that much into it. I've, I haven't counted the characters, but it has limits on that. So whatever. And then, and then I guess, I guess uh, I'm making a little bit of the case here. Also, like it has YouTube reading. Uh, you know, you, you do a little at sign and you type YouTube in the video. Uh, and it's, it'll, and about half the time it'll summarize it. And the other half it'll say, I'm sorry, I don't have access to YouTube. And you're like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you have access to YouTube. If not, <laughs> you got some problems going on, <laughs> but, but there, like, so there, there's a, there, there's a hu- huge, it, I don't know. I, I can't quantify it. Cause like all the media that I listen to, which is very little big deal in, in Kote's ears, what's going on here, but like outside of that world. Does anyone care that like there's like weird uh, historical inaccuracy in the image generation, and then oh, yeah. and then they remove that, and like it it seems like uh... it, it it
2: blipped up onto the news because you know people because want to know. get people want to get upset about something, um, and and I think you know the there were folks on on I guess the the right the far right who are like you know oh they're trying to be too woke and that's why it's broken sure. and I think like. They just didn't have a good training set of data, or you know, it. it uh, maybe it was Ben Thompson who who wrote that up, but you know, essentially, like you're not going to solve everything for everybody, and without the right context, yeah, you're going to have you know, um you know, uh, Vikings who look like the cast of Hamilton, right? Um, <laughs> it's I think so
1: that's <laughs> it's uh, interesting. Right. It's like, you know, and I think that's kind of the meta conversation. So they released Gemini, I think objectively it has these huge historical inaccuracies. Right. And it's like, and uh, and I'll just relate this to something that happened this week that was in the software defined talk Slack. There was the AT and T outage, right? Happened. So there's an AT and T outage, and if you didn't have, if you had AT T, you noticed right away that you know you didn't have service. So if you watched kind of the mainstream media, it was like there, there was like, is it Russian hackers? Is it like a nation state attack? But if you're in the software defined talk slack, credit to them. People immediately <laughs> put a poll up, was like, okay, misconfigured DNS, bad upgrade. It was like kind of all the stuff that like I think we see all the time. And so sure enough, the you know, the day went by and they came out the next day and they said it was like I think a, a bad upgrade. They were doing
2: an upgrade. Uh, you today. know, it, b- bad upgrade has to be like the the one B to DNS it's right. always going to be one of well, those we know things.
1: but like i guess my point is like we just like you know when you're watching the news you're like i even said to my family i was like yeah i i this feels a lot like just you know a bad upgrade script kind of thing right and so um and so then now the reason i was bringing that up is you contrast that with this gemini thing it's like huge mistake right obviously you know bad product launch right and uh and for them they've now followed in this product launch false sw- uh, squarely into the culture wars right so it's just like pick yeah. your side arm yourself with the data and that's where it is but I, I don't know i just i i mean i was listening to like ben thompson basically is you know basically predicted uh, that they should replace the google ceo over it right they uh, or the alphabet ceo and and i was like and i was like well maybe right but i also was just like it felt like well it's one of these things where it's like, yeah, it, it, this is really bad, but like it felt like they could just fix it, right? Yeah. And but uh, is
2: it really that bad? I mean, that just seems like well, that, that many I think
1: people care. Mistakes. Like, I think Ben Thompson did a pretty good job of like, they're clearly, you know, there were clearly things that had been programmed in, in a way that were just. You know, all the kind of thing, even even the CEO, uh, Sudar, what's was what it? Not Sudar. I know Google CEOs come out and said it's like unacceptable. Right? Even they've admitted what they've launched was unacceptable. So let's just take that as table stakes. But it seems like it's like I don't know. Does this really rise to the occasion? Like you have to replace the whole team, no. you know, or is it? you know, you just do better. But like, cause you listen to him. he's like, cause he'll even get into, um, you know, I think his biggest rant I heard this week was, it was, it was interesting to listen to it. And I recommend everyone to check it out was something along the lines of like, well, this is the culture of Google. And, you know, um, they got to change this culture. And, the, you know, they've gotten to the point that like, you know, the focus is not on building the best products. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess I, as I sit as a, someone that works inside companies, I'm like, oh, Ben, let me tell you, man, it's it's like, you know, like releasing a product in a big corporation, no matter where you are, there's a lot of people involved, and there's a lot of opinions involved, and it isn't just about "quote unquote" like the best product, right? That's never, that's ne- nowhere you work is that the case, right? Or that's very subjective. So you, that, you release what you product. have when it's ready. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It felt like he was a little out of touch. I was like, man, if we could go through so many bad product launches, like you know, think about Apple Maps. Like they're all bad like, product launches, right? right.
2: You, you you pretty much have to wait for like. Give it a week because something's going to pop up, 90% right? That's, of the time, that's
1: the part I kind of think is like there's just like I mean every company has like some horrible product launch, right? And so, um, so it didn't feel that fatalistic to me. So I don't know, Kote, like, what were your, what is, what is your, are we like being too soft? Is it, is it like we're just not like what are your, what's your take?
0: No, no, it, it's it's it seems like uh, something that will show up in our uh, end of year show. Shit, people forgot about, uh, like it, it just, uh, I don't know, like 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 uh. uh well, there's a couple of things. One of the, is that the conflict in my head as a former software developer that was kind of just expressed, which is like, yeah, you, there's bugs, whatever, like it doesn't work. Like, like it doesn't, uh, and, and then, and then we had that lean startup book where we're supposed to release early and learn from things and, uh, and whatever. So, so there's that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it is like weird, like the, 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 re- the results, I guess, but then also. Uh, since I'm in the EU, I I don't think I got access to making images. Basically the answer to all of this is, well, come live in the EU and you'll be fine because you won't get shit. Like is, is basically
2: uh, like, like how it pans out. I, I, Uh, I mean, essentially it's, it's the, you know, the first of many launches and, or is it even the first to me, it just felt like an iteration of the stuff they already had. And this iteration was a little buggy. That's like saying, you know, Oh, you know, Windows Vista is the death of Microsoft. It's like no, you know they're gonna keep putting out Windows. Okay, oh, yeah. they're not done with AI here.
1: Well, I do you think the one thing that's maybe slightly different than your regular tech launch is sort of like you know they always say like in press or in positioning, it's like the worst thing you can do is to make a mistake or do something that sort of validates some type of stereotype about you, right? So it's like
2: wait, they already killed it.
1: Uh, Yeah, so it's like so. So it's something along the lines of like when you do that, it sort of magnifies. And there's like many examples of this, right? Where sort of like someone like like I think like Dan Quayle was never like people didn't think he was really that smart, and then he misspelled potato, and they're like that lived on forever, right? Like he's an idiot. And so so I think there is the mistake here where it's sort of like well, you know, there was this culture, there is this culture work going on, and it was continues to like you know kind of just continue forever so they've made the mistake to kind of at least give a lot of ammunition to validate that like oh you are doing that so therefore it isn't just going to be like a bad upgrade right it's going to at least live on for a little bit longer but it does feel like Something that you know, I don't know. You you, they can come out and they've they've already started it, right? They're you know the CEO said we did everything wrong. It's awful. Um, you know we'll we'll fix it all. So I think I think there's probably a good chance here. Like they fix it and people forget about it. Now I think if they come out and they say we fixed it and it's it kind of ends up in the same mess. That's probably the moment Mm, where you're like, okay, that that would be probably have to be uh, and they're
2: and they're setting themselves up for that, right? They they have to come back strong. They have to come back with something that is is pretty bulletproof, because if not, it's going to be like people like me who are like, I thought it was already out, and I just didn't care. And you mm-hmm. know, they have to re-engage and be like, no, 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 bigger and better than ever, right? Our Vikings are ninety eight percent more Nordic, right? Um, they'll they have to get re- they have to get your attention back because a lot of people have kind of just written them off. Yeah, I, don't I, I, sp- I think <laughs> I, you
0: know, I I need to do the case of if it can just summarize every YouTube video. Like I think that would be pretty. Like
2: I don't that, think that, anything, anybody can keep up with YouTube, though, right?
0: Yeah, or just you know read my email. That, I mean, I know that we would be paranoid <laughs> well, to people, but you know I just needed to do that. Just go summarize the last twenty years of my email. And
1: uh, I was going to say, buried inside of all this is sort of like the interesting. I'm not interesting is the wrong word, but like kind of the the notable thing is that like you know putting aside all the cultural stuff, it's like I guess that they accept a lot more tokens, right? In the model. Yeah, seems like I just say if you can get outside of that. If you just ask tech questions or like the normal stuff that you've been doing, it's like it's pretty good, right? And it's like so. It's like inside of this thing is like kind of the thing we've been all been talking about. Is like ah, Google has a lot of advantages this year, and it looks like you know it's all. I don't want to just say like they've misconfigured the AI because like that I don't know how it got to where it was, but like when you're just sort of like in the normal realm of asking normal things that are just kind of like you know have nothing to do with culture, it's like. Wow, this is like really good. So, yeah. um, so I don't know. Maybe that's in the end, you know, maybe, kind of maybe it's 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 to, sort of anti Ben Thompson, right? It's like in the end, if this thing is better, if they can make it better than the other ones, that's all that's going to matter, right? Like right. no one, re- like, um. Uh-huh. So it, I, I think it is a, a fun one to follow for sure.
0: Yeah, and and uh, you know, may, it's making me think. Maybe there's this notion: if you have like an alpha or a beta version of a software, you shouldn't charge for it. But maybe in this AI thing, you should reverse that and be like, the thing that's free to use is, like, super boring and stable. It has, you know, to to go off of Matt's jokes, it has has 98% more Viking, (laughs) Nordic Vikings. But, like, if you want to get crazy, you got to pay for it. And then you get, like, the very early release things. And that way, like, you narrow down the audience to just paying people. I mean, still, you would have people going in there fucking around trying to, to break things. But... But it would sort of be like, you know, well, this isn't available for everyone. There's just people who have opted into the craziness, and they have to pay us for it, which but isn't going to like solve the problems. But at least it would like, I don't know, it sets some different tone than like we've unleashed this into the world.
2: But and, if you're trying to encourage people to pay, do you want to give them the super stable version that is like good enough, mm. or do you want to give them something that's kind of broken and janky so they'll upgrade? Because well, I, I there, mean, right? Like if you yeah. give them the broken thing, they're like. This thing sucks. I'll this is true. This is true.
0: I, but you you would get both just just like with ChatGPT and Gemini and the other ones, right? Like when you pay for it, you get the, uh, the free one and the pay one. And you can swap between them. And so you could have the normal one. But then and then even I mean, also, it's like every time it's probably also because I live in the EU. Every time there's some new interesting feature in one of these things, I don't get it. Like it it doesn't trickle down to me, but it's sort of like, well, but I pay for it. So like, may, can I pay to, this would be like a Twitter business model. Can I pay for features? Can, <laughs> can I pay for like $2, two euros more and like get whatever the memory poking hole thing is that it has? Like all, all these various things.
1: Well, I do yeah. think, you know, before we get off it, it's like, I, I come back to like, you know, how difficult. So I think some, when we talked about like the different types of CEOs and somebody wrote in afterwards, I think I was calling it the sustaining CEO. And they said, no, really think of it as sort of like the efficiency CEO talking about that versus like a growth CEO. And I think, you know, there is this sort of like simple argument is like, oh, we need a growth CEO. We need someone to figure it out. But like, The, the hard part, right. Is like Google is still making a tremendous amount of money, right? People criticize them for like not getting involved in AI faster. I think we've said that kind of stuff on this show. So, you know, here, here they are, they're trying to do it right. They got, they did rally everyone together. They got something out, but they made some huge mistakes and now people are really pouncing on them. And it's just like, it just shows the the dilemma of like, yeah, you have all the money and you have this huge success, but like, Every mistake you make is so magnified. worse just like you know chat GPT, like over the weekend they can like everyone's fired, come back Monday, psych, we're all back. like it just doesn't matter, right? Like everyone's like, "Oh, the chat GPT kids, whatever, they're just being crazy, you know and they, and, and everyone just rolls on, right so um so it is. I mean, anyone that says it's like easy at this level is is kind of missing the point. And the same thing too, like I said, when um, that, you know, I like Ben Thompson. I like listening to his stuff, but anytime he said like, well, the focus is not the product. It's like, well, whoa, whoa, you've been an analyst for way too long. You need to come back inside a large company and understand like when you're launching something, I mean, it's there, there there are a million factions at work, right? It's never just about like the product experience. There's a lot of, a lot more to it. And that goes for every company in the world, in my opinion. So now,
0: now, now, Maybe you as well, Matt, but Brandon, I want you to put your customer hat on, not the analyst hat, not that I'm working in a large company, just trying to like get through the day hat. That's, that's, that's a funky hat it needs to be washed a lot, but you're the customer hat. And cause I have no way of understand and uh, evaluating this, but apparently Apple has a sports app now. And, and I feel like I, I want to know, cause you're, you're uh, like many people, but not like me, you've got, you've got a good foot in the, in the. The, the tech world and then the sports world. Are they maximizing the functionality of the iPhone with this? Does it have little dancing things in that
1: floating dock? Does it have live notifications? Did you sign up for it? Are they really going for it? Well, I mean, the sports app, anyone can get it. It's just basically an easy way to uh, check scores. So, of course, if you're into sports, there are like a million apps that will provide you um, you various uh, scores for your various teams. But they all come with like lots of ads and like we've talked about incentivization. So it's just harder and harder. So it's like, so I was like, okay, what has Apple done here? Because Apple's, you know, it's super clean. There's no advertising in it um and they're clearly doing it as a way to kind of if you will promote some of their sport sports offerings things like mls and things like that so upon opening it it's super clean and you can see the scores very simple now they don't have all the other leagues yet so that's kind of interesting but then as someone that um watches a lot of sports like what you want to see is if the game's going on you want to know what the score is if the game is not going on you want to know like what time and where it's playing now Mm -hmm. and apple's like you tell me this i don't know if it's like. Infinite wisdom, this is strategy, or just a huge miss. It's like okay, they'll show you uh, the, if the game hasn't started. they just at the top. They just say what what the game is, right? Then they'll show you the standings. You go very to the bottom. They'll show you where it's being played and what time. Now, unless you are somehow able to physically attend every game, what you want to know is where it's being broadcast. They do not right. show you that. They wait until uh. the game is then being has started, right? And then they're like, oh, click on the Apple TV app right which is fine right of course most of this stuff is not actually able to be televised over you know uh, a streaming service right? on, on apple yeah you have to then go to your many times your cable vendor of choice so m- many of the people who've come to streaming like myself youtube tv is the best for like streaming at least all this stuff but of course youtube tv is not integrated with apple tv so it's like they it's like they know they're like up oh, it's just not available. There's it not anywhere, right? You're like, no, it's on, it's on the, it's on YouTube. I just have to go to that app, and that's where the game is. So, so take to me. It's just like, what is the point of this? Like, you don't like. Why are you pretending uh, you have all the sports? Like, if you just, why don't you just get me used to going to your app, telling me where the game is, right? And eventually, if you get all the rights, they they'll do that.
2: They'll do that, right? I mean, like the ESPN, they're like the games at three o'clock, and you're like where is it and they're like uh well if, if it's not on espn or abc they won't tell you where it is you know like oh, come, come on
1: yeah to be fair espn will show cbs but then this is back to like you go where do you go you back to yahoo sports which has a bunch of ads but it always tells you like the betting lines the odds the time what networks they don't care right they just want you to have all the information so but it's just like i go it's just kind of back to this whole thing right and i guess eddie q is the apple person he's a huge sports fan but i'm just like like who is this for like what are you doing here it's like don't you i can't come to this app and find out the information i need like where is the game actually yeah. on if you're not going to watch it and so and, and so i always just <laughs> think to myself like did they even have this debate this is to your point okay i'm <laughs> like does anyone in apple i know eddie q is like famous for like watching that sports. so a, there are sports fans there but i'm like did anyone not ring this up right like, this to me is back to like on the micro scale, we just talked about like you know the perilous uh, of the whole Google, right? Second guessing them, but I'm yeah, just yeah. like, isn't like, didn't someone just look down who's a football fan and be like, you're you got to list like where it is, you got to actually show where it is, and and we don't have, and someone say like, you remember we didn't get the NFL ticket, we didn't pay for it, so we should just tell people it's on YouTube TV because that's the only place they can go otherwise we're yeah. just gonna pretend we're just gonna pretend that it's not available so I don't know it's just so strange to me with some of these things that this you know are. it's
0: it's it's making me to to uh to 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 pull the fallacy of like thinking that you know uh, a bad Gemini release is is uh indicative of the downfall of Google because their entire culture is fucked and so the company's gonna like implode to to apply that faulty reasoning in this case like it is uh it it it, it is like the idea that you couldn't just like go screen scrape Yahoo or figure out how what YouTube link to go to is a little ridiculous, right? No, they have
1: all the information. It isn't no, like it, exactly. They had to choose to be like, we're just going to send them to the Apple TV app, right? And, right, and and, 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 and so, so it's sort
0: it's sort of it's sort of like there there's there's a mentality of like I guess, I guess like a walled garden goes both ways, right? Like, oh yeah, if, it's hard to like. Maybe it's just in the culture there to to not think like yeah we should just link to it now. In contrast, it doesn't do it great. But like Apple TV is oddly not like that. I I, I think that I don't know if you experience this, Matt Ray, but I think I get screwed up a lot by it because I have a U.S. account, but then I'm yeah geographically I mean, somewhere. So like it usually knows where to stream something, but then I'll go to it and it's like oh you must be traveling. Sorry you you can't you can't see yeah.
2: It. But you're not- I don't. I don't have an Apple TV, but I, I have a Roku with the same problem, right? Yeah, I'll go to the Roku yeah. search and I'll be like, you know, show me where I can watch you know whatever movie, and it's like that movie doesn't exist, and then I'll go you know over to Amazon Prime and you know rent it, and it's just like why, what, or the search will work will show something, yeah. and it'll link straight to it, which is kind of cool but then you'll get there and be like, you know, this is us only and you can't access it. Cause I had this weird mix of like Australian right. that's and what US the thing is
1: so Weird about the whole the thing, you know, like the obvious apps, YouTube TV, Netflix, they have not opted into the Apple TV. Oh no. Right. So, or, broken. Yeah. <laughs> or and, and so the point it's like, but they like Apple knows that too. It's like, but like the sport, it just, I mean, sports is just critical because it is time sensitive. Like Netflix, eventually you'll get there. Right. And it'll be there for you. But it's like, that's what I just don't understand. It's like, well, you didn't pay for the rights for these things, right? And, but you're giving me an app because you know I'm a sports fan. And, but you're not going to tell me, you're not going to make it, you know, easy. Like, cause you don't have to even say YouTube, just say being broadcast like NBC, Uh, or CBS. So just tell me something, right? And I'll be like, oh, I know where that station is. And it's just like, so to me, it's just kind of back to like, you know, back to this thing I did is product first, right? This back the bet, you know, kind of our Ben Thompson like discussions like, oh, well, I guess Apple doesn't, you know, they're not thinking about the product or they would say this is part of the business strategy. But to me, it's just a huge mess. And I think, you know, to kind of flip it around a little bit, let's another way to look at this is uh Apple music is testing a feature that would let you import playlists from Spotify. Which is like, yeah, like that feels like we needed that six years ago. I don't even know how long this has been out because like since day one, there's all these great Spotify playlists. Apple knows that we all know that I like Apple music because it's just easy, but it would be so great. And when someone sent me a Spotify list, they're like, I could just like click and just hear it all in Apple Mm. music. So it's like, why? Like like to me, this is like seemingly like the most obvious feature like you would want, right? And it's like, we're I don't know, they're just now testing it. So so I don't know, Matt, am I missing something? Like why, why can we not why, we not, why is the Spotify playlist uh, import not a lot higher, right? This is like after you did export to CSV, you would do import a uh, Spotify playlist, I think.
2: Well, this reminds me back when I worked in partner engineering, right? It was, <clears throat> we were not the favorite of engineering. Yeah, you know, we 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 did all the weird integrations with other stuff, but you know the, who we were the favorite of is customers and sales, and mm-hmm. so it's the same, It's exactly the same thing. It's like you know somewhere in Apple Music engineering, there's somebody who's like, you know what, I've got this. You know, I'm I'm working on the latest fancy widget inside the UI, and like the users never gonna even find it, right? They're gonna be like, whatever, and and you know, and there's some engineer who's like working, you know, death friends for six months or something, and then there's somebody else who's like. Hey check this out. I figured out how to pull out a Spotify link, you know, we could throw this up on a blog post. And that guy is like the hero to tons. And and that's the same sort of, of of effort where it's like the little nice customer facing things that kind of just ignore you know, ignore the competitive realities that might be out there who are just like, you know what? I'm going I'm here to make this easier for for our users. To give them the that, what they want instead of like, you know, only focusing on What's on the roadmap? It's like that's that's where the value. You, know, you have to have both. Obviously. That's the value.
1: Is and I think so. I think you bring it up. So it's like I think we've talked about here. Sports, like just tell me where the channel is, right? And Spotify import playlist. I think we can generally say these are not, um, if you will, the hardest features ever implemented. Like we could probably find people to do this at Apple that could mm-hmm. do it very quickly. So we kind of say to ourselves, well, that's obvious. That stuff still in the backlog, not being addressed. Now, in in some way there's a product manager
2: though. There's a product manager who's like, oh, I don't, we're gonna have to maintain that. We're gonna have to support that. No, no, I
1: think they're well, I'm gonna flip it around and be like, I don't know. It's maybe there's a VP of products. So the VP of product who's looking at all the stuff's like those two things, we don't have the resources, leave them on the backlog. But the messaging people walk in. They're like, we have a way to protect messages from being stolen by computers that have not even been invented yet. The quantum computing attacks, right? We have these, uh, it's like double encryption algorithms that even the quantum computers, which don't exist, will not be able to break. And so the VP of product is like, you know, we got to get out of here first. We got to get that done <laughs> because that was released. And it yes. is, if you read about it, very impressive. Like I won't even say I understand all the math. There's like encryption on top. of They, encrypt, they defeated
2: vaporware. Congratulations.
1: Like, it is. It is so I mean it's it's super well done so I'm credit to them but I'm just like so it's kind of back to you know the, you know again I just keep going back to the Ben Thompson thing it's like here's some easy wins right you know the sports and the playlist stuff such an easy win but somehow the company has devoted the resources to this uh, quantum inclu- uh, computing encryption, which is like, fine. I mean, I'm not against it, but I'm just sort of like, you could probably wait another year before you had to have that out. And I understand mm. there's different teams. I understand that you know, everyone has different priorities, but it's sort of like, it just kind of comes back to this. It's like, no, every company has an agenda. Clearly the security team, it probably plays well with you know the executives. It's technically fun to talk about, but like as far as actually helping anyone in the near term, It'll be years before anyone even cares about this, right? If I don't know, if ever.
2: Well, why why is it that like the only companies that really come to mind to like catering to every you know crazy idea you know for what their users might want they're, one, they're all, like tiny, right? None of them have have you know di- you know slap down. This is the default. You're going to enjoy it and, and ride with us. And then the people who are like, you can have it any color you want, any way you want, any style you like. And it's like one of them becomes Apple, and the other becomes you know, I don't know, OnePlus. Um, You know, it's just like there's there's this disconnect between (laughs) catering to everybody and success. Is that
1: yeah? I don't know. It's just interesting. Well, I just thought those things were really interesting. But we should always give you know Apple its its due. And to say, well, in the end, though, they invent AirPods, and I, as in, kind of reading up all the stuff, it's like, well, now AirPods brings in more than fifteen billion dollars a year, and it's like, yeah, that was awesome. So, so I think it's one of those things. I think if you're just sitting, if you're the VP of product at at uh, uh, at Apple, you're just like, listen, I do, you, do you need like, did you not see the plaque for AirPods? Finally, <laughs> Brandon, did you not see like I don't need you. Oh, you're worried about the sports app? Look at my fifteen billion dollar plaque behind me. Any more questions? Exactly. Do you have any exactly. other questions you want to bring up before I fire your ass and kick you back <laughs> a, a, back to your uh, podcast uh, outfit? So yeah, like I get it. I mean, they have some huge, huge wins and stuff like that, but it is just like funny. These micro level decisions. And the final thing I just thought was funny. Apple issued a statement. And it's like, don't, don't put your iPhone in a bag of rice to dry it. And I'm like, what? Like who has not done that? It definitely works. So it's like, why are you bothering with this? Like, you know, it's like clearly no one at Apple has ever dropped their phone in a pool before it was like nice and waterproofed and been desperate. Right. I guess they just went out and got another iPhone. But it's maybe,
0: like- there, maybe there was a huge debate about like if you if you dry your phone in the rice, should can you eat the rice afterwards? And if you can't eat the rice afterwards then we're
1: wasting all that rice. So we should just tell people not to do it. I just thought that's funny. Just the funny they put time and effort. It's like, listen, when you're putting your phone in a bag of rice, you're not like, you're not like this is the rice thing. It's like, this is all that's left. Like, I don't have any other option. I wouldn't wouldn't be doing this if there was any other conceivable way other than like driving to the store and paying, you know, $800 for the new iPhone. Um, But yeah, when you're there putting the rice, it's like, I don't need any advice. We've, you know, the advice is long past uh, time. Well, There've
0: there, there been a lot of strange releases from Apple this week. Then I admit, it's probably all to cover uh, canceling their electric car project. They're like, yes, they're yes. like, you got to shoot out that Rice press release. Let's uh, let's get on there about adding in playlists. Yes, so the,
2: that, actually, that was the last line of the Rice press release. Oh, and by the way, we won't be making a car. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, is is there a you know like like what you're saying, uh, Matt was intriguing me. It was like about the. Um, the, the the customer partner facing thing or whatever you use a more elegant phrase than that, but the, it seems like maybe in product management, you need to have a discipline of just like fifteen percent of your backlog is just like stupid easy stuff, just like things that are really easy. And so when someone comes along and they're like, "We got to defeat this quantum computing encryption," and it's going to take a hundred percent of our efforts, you can be like, "Hey, it's just part of our policy." Okay, okay. That we spend fifteen percent of the time doing stupid things.
2: I mean, so, does does Google still have their, their fifteen or twenty percent time what whatever that was? I don't like, think so. Well, that that, that stuff's always hard. on the on the cutting cutting. But floor, but it because, but it's got to be
0: the it's gotta be the easy stuff like, hey, how about you just allow me to like import a csv file of my mp3s like just things that are like really basic and but don't is
1: have- like, this is this is where i come back to and this is why i kind of like i like the ben thompson keep talking about it. it's like well the focus should be on the product but it's like no like like think about when you're making the case about the spotify import it's like what's the first thing it does it, you actually name a competitor right which is like no executive wants to hear right no right, one wants yeah. to be talking about the competition nobody wants to be because most of those people have never used spotify or they know of it but they they but apple sort of trained itself like we don't we don't talk about editors like back to the airpods people tell us we need wires it's not going to work ignore that we're going to do it people tell us we need a keyboard on a phone ignore that we're going to do it so someone walks in is like this like the whole company is against it they're like listen we don't even acknowledge spotify exists much less integrate mm. with them right why are you bringing this in here bring me and you're not going to get promoted by doing that no one's going to want to hear it right and then over time you know and it's like this is back to like this is how products are actually built right and this is like even though it's <laughs> obvious, even though it's, it's seemingly for the outside it's so simple and it's all going to happen it's like no the company is motivated by certain things and then when you walk in and, you, and the next person comes up, it's like, I've de- uh, built encryption algorithms that have never been seen before. They are like PhD quality and it go and uh, to the executives, and it makes us even more secure. In fact, we've invented a new security ranking. And it turns out we have the highest ranking in this ranking we just made up <laughs> because it's fantastic. And like, and the executive is like, we got to do that. We're going to write a press release. We're going to do a media tour. Like it gets people pumped up. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's it's not just like, oh, we should just do this stuff on the back. Like the whole company has to be motivated to do it. And there is isn't, Yeah, but there yeah. is. Like there's the Matt right in the corner is like, man, I just, I just want to get this HDMI to work on this open source project. <laughs> right? Maybe we'll talk about that one. But it's like you know, and it's like that stuff is just you're going against the grain of the corporation. But I just think it's like this is how large organizations work. So to say. And that's why I keep pushing back on Ben Thompson. Just to say, like people are interested in products. Like you just fundamentally don't understand how corporations work. If you're thinking it's going to happen a different way, well,
0: I, I think I think uh, you know what what part of what I hear you saying, Brandon, is you you need like a a, a mission, like a notion to rally like yeah. a big group like this around. And I think I think maybe in the sports instance, I want to suggest I'll. I, you know, I got the VP of cables at Apple on the speed dial, so I'll call them up, call them up after this and pitch this. I think maybe they need to say, like, our unifying mission is one, to promote this mythical Southern California lifestyle, very well lit, that's everywhere, but two, we don't think anyone should ever have to go to Yahoo Sports again. (laughs) So Anytime someone has to go to Yahoo Sports or any Yahoo property, we failed at making humanity better. And so, maybe something like that will, will motivate them. And,
1: and I love actually, it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recommend you for the keynote for the Apple Sports kickoff product launch. And I think <laughs> you would be that you, among uh, there could be no better person to just, you just come in. And it's like, I'm an outsider here, but we're going to kill Yahoo Sports. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, like, happen, I, right. I, I don't even like sports and I know this
0: shouldn't be happening. Right. And then I you, don't, I just,
1: don't. you just go in and you mix those sports metaphors and then you might drop and walk out. I think that would be, there'd be nothing better to, for you to do <laughs> than that.
2: I, I mean, I think that the the problem, the the real problem is interoperability is for underdogs, right? Mm. Like nobody wants to. And, and and to be fair, in the sports world, Apple is the underdog, but they don't want to think of themselves that way. They don't want to acknowledge the fact that they're not that they don't own all the content. Just oh, like yeah. you know, all the other products, they don't want to acknowledge like, oh, you know, we're playing catch up to that competitor. So we should make sure we work with them or, you know, can take whatever. I think That's
1: that's the huge missed opportunity. Like if I, you know, maybe the product manager for Apple Sports, when he goes in front of Eddie Q and Tom and Tim Cook, right? He says, listen, you know what? We don't have all the rights yet for everything, but one day we will. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to make sure every person with an iPhone in the world comes to our app to get the scores. Because that sets up. When we buy the sports for Formula One, for football, they're going to come to us and we're going to seed that market. And in 10 years... Is going to be worth five billion dollars, and, and then Apple one finally One one third <laughs> of the Air, AirPods market, and he'll be like, be like, "Get out!" They'll be like, "Get out!" You just ruined your pitch. But anyway, that's yeah. that's what I want to happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm in for well,
0: it. you know, I I think I think uh, right in the middle of this, uh, the the uh, I, I feel I feel like Apple was scarred a lot by PDF, like <laughs> some something really like got into the culture that made them not like to have a dependency on other people and like not have full control over something. And I don't know what happened between Adobe and Apple, maybe like 10 years ago, but I think they're finally like, Hey, let's, let's stop all this. Everything's fine. And <laughs> then, uh, and then you got that, the, the, you know, maybe the application I use, I wouldn't say the most, but one of the applications I use the most every day is like preview. It's a great app. It's fantastic. Right? Like yeah. what, whatever, whatever team is working on that. They're doing a good job. A plus. They're, uh, Love they're, that they're helping out humanity. GDP is going way up because of preview.app. That's, or at least sustaining itself. Well, speaking of things that are sustaining itself, uh, do do we have any
1: bureaucracy this episode, Brandon? We don't, other than just to say, if you would like a sticker, send your postal address to stickers at softwaredefinedtalk.com. And I will be happy to send you a sticker anywhere in the world.
0: Well, that was brief. We also have uh, conferences. Usually there's so much bureaucracy that, uh, you know, we feel like we're working in a large organization that's culture has crustified, And, uh, you know, you've got to invite someone in to give a, a mixed metaphor keynote. I think that would be on my speaking page. Like if you, if you don't want to sweep the corners person, uh, <laughs> hire me and I'll come motivate your field uh, to, to, you know, sell more stuff uh, is, is what I'll do. <laughs> I'll, I'll just synthesize all the motivational speakers I've heard at sales kickoff. <laughs> and uh it'll be like 50 at once anyhow speaking of 50 at once there's lots of conferences uh there's there's one coming up soon that matt yeah. and i will be at uh you're going to scale or KubeCon? one of those KubeCon. i'm not going to yes. Scale,
2: just KubeCon.
0: he was at scale last year uh so if you got a time machine you can go see him there but i'll be there <laughs> that's uh march 14th and 17th which is very soon so i better make sure that i have my talk prepared uh which I will. And, and then after that, the next week, March 19th and 22nd, there's a uh, KubeCon EU Paris. I, I think they're still selling tickets because I got email that there's a discount. But if you haven't bought a ticket yet, I have a 20% discount fo- discount code for you. Now get out your pencil. You, you lick the end of your pen. Uh, Cause it's a long one. It's KCEU24VMWBC20. And you'll get 20% off. You can also just go to software slash four, five, six, and uh, find that code there. But if you want a mnemonic, it's KubeCon EU 24 VMware Broadcom 20. So wow. that should be, now you can put your pen back in your pocket, make sure to retract it so you don't get a big ink spot like so many of my pants have. There's also uh, DevOps days, Birmingham, April 17th and 18th. And then also uh, I, in the week of March 13th, uh, I'm going to be hosting a little executive dinner in Dallas about spring and security and you know whatever else you want to talk about if if you think that you're some sort of executive type that we at Tanzu might want to sell software for in the dallas area mm-hmm. you should sign up for it so that we can talk about interesting things that would be fun i can be like oh i'm sorry I've got this very important person over here i need to talk with uh, and then we can just have some side conversations uh well when when you're preparing yourself for those side conversations brandon what what do you think uh what do you think you're gonna recommend that people could uh
1: use? Well, I'm gonna recommend that you fly Delta because I had a, an opportunity to finally fly Delta with the new Wi-Fi this uh week. And uh fantastic. I mean it's like you get on, it's free, it works, it's just like regular Wi-Fi, you can do whatever you want, and it's like I don't know. It's one of these things like, yeah, credit. I guess we talked a lot about le- the customers and people not doing it, but somebody figured it out. They're like, let's just give people really good Wi-Fi for free and have it work. So uh, I was really blown away by it. Uh, so if you have the chance to fly Delta, enjoy the free wifi. It was great.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Well, I'll be experiencing that soon. I think I've used that too. It is. It was so astonishingly in the background of just working that I think I forgot that it was just free. <laughs> I know you it just, is. You just it's connect exactly right. to it, and there it's it just is.
1: Like you're just at like a coffee shop or something. We're like, oh, I just got yeah, the Wi-Fi, and it's great. And it's like, oh, huh. it's flying even better.
0: Yeah. How about yourself, Matt Ray? What do you have to recommend?
2: Uh, well, I'm, I've I've been on a bit of a, an aliens kick uh, with uh, my son lately, and we went through the first three movies. And uh, my my first, uh, I, I, first I have an anti pick. Aliens three does not hold up, and uh, it's just not good. Which one is that? <laughs> uh, it's the David Fincher one that went through extensive rewrites, and it's on, like, a prison planet. Uh, it's just not good.
0: Is that the it, one where Zornie Weaver is, like, bald?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Didn't William and, Gibson, like, write some of that or something? He, he did a treatment that was not used, and so there's uh. a graphic novel of his treatment, and I reread that, too, and I was like, eh, nah, it's not that great, either. <laughs> uh. But okay. things that are good. Uh, there's a, a, a recent video game called Aliens: Dark Descent. That's kind of an XCOM-style game. Uh, initially, when it came out, it had a lot of bugs, and people were like, "Oh, this is terrible! It's so buggy." They fixed all the bugs, um, and so you know, if you're into you know squad-based um, RPGs, I guess it's uh, it's pretty good, and it, it, definitely if you like aliens, it's kind of hard, but it's really good.
0: Well, I will have to check that out. That sound, that sounded great. Uh, well, I have two recommendations. One of them is completely self-serving, but the other one uh, is is something I enjoy using. I'm sure I've referenced this, but I want to officially recommend it. And that is, if you, if you're like me, and and you're you're uh, finding time to play Dungeons and Dragons, you should check out this thing called the GM's Apprentice. It's this little like web page that like pulls together a whole bunch of like random event generation things uh from your uh you know your iron sworn to your D to all this stuff and every time you load the page it like randomly loads up it'll roll dice for you but it's got the state loaded up in a random state so you can go in and just like you know if you if you uh, uh want to figure out what an npc's motivation are monsters you might have ask it your oracle yes no questions it's pretty great the only thing i don't like about it is that it's a web page instead of an app And I feel like if I was more uh, programmer aware, I would know how to like download it and like compile it to go or something. And then I could run it on my phone, but you should check it out. It's i I'll I'll put a link to it in, but it's the game, the GM's apprentice. And my other recommendation is uh, I've mentioned that I've been working on a little course with O'Reilly and it's basically for long time listeners. I used to, I used to have this talk about uh, how to survive and thrive in big companies that I gave a few times in like 2016. And uh one of the one of the the video editors, well not editing video, the video whatever you would call it like a book editor for video. Uh-huh. Uh he he liked the series this this uh survive thing, this uh, big company thing. So I I uh, he he hired me to uh make videos of it. So I have a little 10 part series about my updated opinions about how to uh survive and thrive in a big company. Now, of course, the longest section, which I think is maybe 10 minutes, is about presentations and and how to do presentations. But there's other ones about like, uh, I don't know, just a mentality of how you think about uh, how long you work versus how much you get paid. Thinking about uh, mentors and champions and then also like uh, how to avoid uh, getting asked to do more work than you should. All sorts of little tricks like that that I've uh, learned over the years. But uh, chances are, if you work at a large tech company, they already pay for you to have an O'Reilly account. Uh, so you could, you should go check out uh, my little video series. And if you don't like it, sorry. But if you do like it, you should leave a good review. But if you don't like it, no need to leave a review. I know that I'm, you know, I have enough self-doubt that you're, I've already read your review in my mind before you wrote it. So don't worry about <laughs> it. But uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But also if you just go to Kote.io slash bigco. B I G C O. There's a link to it there, uh, but you can also find it here. Speaking of, in case you haven't heard it already, if you go to softwaredefinedtalk.com/456, you can see links to every uh, the things that we talked about and uh, many things that we didn't talk about uh, and uh, the recommendations. You can really you can read about Delta's Wi-Fi, but until you're on a plane, you can't <laughs> actually try it out. So if you're on a plane now, uh, maybe try it out if it's a Delta one. And uh, definitely go check out those videos that I had. It, it'd be fun to see what uh, people think of them because it is kind of weird. Uh, and with that, we'll see everyone next time. Bye-bye.
1: Maybe we should. Maybe we should make that little uh, after-show homework. It's like for any listener that's actually listening on a Delta flight, you know, yes. uh, email us, you know, at questions at softwaredefinedtalk.com or, uh, or get in the Slack. And uh, give us a review. Like, how was the podcast while you were listening to the Wi-Fi? Was it good? Maybe they could tell us. Like, and, and in fact, we can tell them if you go up on, uh, take a picture of the uh, in-flight uh, uh, route map on, you know, that they have going on the. Oh, yeah. as proof. And uh, and and take a picture of where you are, which part of the world you're over as you're uh, cruising the altitude. That would be fun. be fun. Oh, yeah.
0: That would be nice. Yeah. We should put that in there.
1: <laughs> and Cote's on mute.